0: Right now, get up to 30% off at Bluenile.com. Bluenile.com. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of the Sick Podcast with me, your hostess, Kelly Singh. We have a few headlines to jump into today, so let's get to it. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast Podcast. with Kelly Singh. Murray hits it downfield. It is caught. It is caught. DeAndre Hopkins. Miraculous. It's Murray magic. The Sickest Arizona Cardinals Podcast. It's going to be sick. Hey friends, here we are another week closing in on the end of regular season NFL football here talking about the Arizona Cardinals, even though the Arizona Cardinals are not in the hunt for the playoffs. That's okay because as fans, we have plenty to talk about, plenty of tea to spill. Um, Let's not ignore the obvious. No glasses today. Because I had LASIK. Also, no mascara today. My apologies. My lashes are invisible. But you don't care about that. I know. Some of you do care about the frames. And I purchased fake frames. But I'm like, no. I got LASIK to get rid of the frames. This is my face. This is what you get. Also, I got bangs. So you can have something else to, like, f- focus on. You know, bangs. There we go. Now that that is out of the way, (laughs) let's talk about some of the biggest headlines. Let's start with our last game and a quote that came from DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not a complainer. I am not a guy that needs the ball. I'm not a complainer, but I know how I can help my team when I do get the ball. I agree, DeAndre. I agree. The Cardinals lost that game 1916 in overtime, where our friend DeAndre Hopkins caught one of 10 targets in the team's loss there. He is one of the most talented receivers of our generation, says Sports Illustrated, covering the Cardinals. I love this article. If you get a chance, check out uh, sportsillustrated.com, NFL, Arizona Cardinals, DeAndre Hopkins catching one pass. So what they say in here is it says, uh, no matter how covered he is, Hopkins still is somehow open, and it felt that way prior to Sunday, but then we had... Third string quarterback Trace McSorley making his first career start, and wow, did that come with some highs and some lows? I mean, there were there were definitely times where you're like, "Oh my gosh, we can do this. This is going to happen," and then there were other times where you're like, "Wow, this is really really bad." Um, we did have Greg Dortch. Dortch lit that torch paved the way for the Cardinals to go with 98 yards and 10 receptions. And we had Hollywood Brown actually catch a big 46-yard pass, which if you listen to the show, you know I say that's pretty much what he's good for. He is great for that long-ass pass down the field. He will catch it on a regular basis, not so much. But that moment you need it, He's there for you. (laughs) Good job, Hollywood Brown. And then there was Hopkins. Most of his targets were not even catchable, were they? I mean, we were watching the same game, I'm sure. It it looked like they were being thrown to him, perhaps. Um, But the one uh, lone reception here called out by Sports Illustrated was a quick screen pass, but he had been fairly open on most of his routes. So um it's just really um interesting how he wasn't able to get the ball. Is that McSorley's fault? Probably (laughs) I mean I'm not a quarterback. I'm not an expert by any means. Um there um they were definitely trying to cover him, though, and take away those those easy throws. That was evident. However, I have no doubt that DeAndre Hopkins would have made those catches had they been made available to him on those routes. And I think that's what he's saying to us. If he would be... Given the ball, he would know what to do with it. There's not much he can do with a ball that's thrown out of bounds or out of reach, out of frame. Um, so yeah, there there isn't much that he could have done about that. But here's what he says going on with that. I'm just moving on. I've played with plenty of quarterbacks in my lifetime. For me, it's part of the game. It's part of the process That's what I signed up for is to come and play football no matter who's throwing me the ball. You know what? I love that, that, what is that? Attitude? Yes. (laughs) Words fail me sometimes. I love that attitude. I love the way he's going to just put a positive spin on it. He's not going to dwell on it. He's not going to complain that the throws were bad like I did. He is just saying he's played with a lot of quarterbacks. He's going to leave it to us to decipher meaning good quarterbacks, bad quarterbacks, experienced quarterbacks, and not so experienced quarterbacks. And his job is to show up and play. I, I love that. I'm actually going to adopt that for myself more often. I hope you do too you have any thoughts on deandre hopkins the future of his play uh, how he's played this season you want to share them with us follow me on twitter at kelly and phoenix or follow the pod at sick pod kelly and let us know your thoughts on deandre hopkins play this past season i for one think he was an animal love it All right, we're going to move on to our next big topic, and that is J.J. Watt. I love this little photo that he posted, COA's first ever NFL game, my last ever NFL home game. Oh, so sweet. That tweet went on to say that his heart was filled with nothing but love and gratitude. It's been an absolute honor and a pleasure. And if you have read any of the tweets going out about J.J. Watt, you can just tell that the gratitude is there from all the fans and it's actually our honor and our pleasure to to have had him on our team for the last two years. I did read that JJ Watt will be eligible for the hall of fame in 2028. And it's pretty much guaranteed that he will be on that first ballot there and, and get in. Um, He is one of few defensive players to win the defensive player of the year three times, which is really pretty freaking amazing. Um, And this season that he's had, despite the Cardinals having such a horrid season, um, his stats were excellent. Um, I found a great article, um, the top five moments of JJ Watts career from BVMSports.com if you want to check it out. And um, basically, it just covers how it was announced via Twitter by J.J. Watt that he would be retiring following this season. It came as a surprise, I think, to everybody, considering that we weren't able to get him a title. Um, His career has been fairly short in comparison to a lot of careers, But if you've been following the news about J.J. Watt, you would know that he has that um, condition. I believe it's called atrial fibrillation or some... Um, flashes of something like that. And it's been very scary for him through this season. And knowing that he now has an adorable little baby in his life, he has had an amazing career. I don't blame him for being ready to hang it up. I mean, do you? I I don't. Um, but he entered the league in 2011 and just has um, really – had such a storied career. As I mentioned, he had those three Defensive Player of the Year awards. He has won the Walter Payton Man of the Year award. He's got, what else do we have here? Seven All-Pro selections, five Pro Bowl selections named to the NFL 2010s All-Decade team. He was one of the few defensive players to surpass 100 career sacks. And the only player to ever record at least 20 sacks in multiple seasons. So uh, his rise to fame, um, it's been really inspiring to watch. He's a beloved player to all of us here in Phoenix. And not just in Phoenix, but he has fans across the globe, I'm sure. But wow, is that baby so adorable. Adorable. Um, So, again, if you want to check out this article at bvmsports.com, it lists the top five moments of JJ Watts' career. And um, one of them even includes his acting career, (laughs) where he played himself in an episode of The New Girl. Um, So, kind of a really fun article to read there. Thank you so much, JJ, for. All of the joy and all of the talent that you have brought to us at the Arizona Cardinals. Moving on. Sean Payton. Rumors are all percolating here. Sean Payton as tweeted by Jeremy underscore Clough on Twitter on behalf of azcentral.com. The uh, speculation has intensified. Um, after a report that the Cardinals are a consideration for the former Saints coach. Um, What does that mean? Obviously, lots of teams have been throwing around Sean Payton's name, saying that he's considering them. Uh, The Cardinals have been speculated – long before i even saw any of these other reports coming out so i feel like this lends even greater credibility to this report so azcentral.com a local arizona uh, publication for a long time here states that this speculation continues to run rampant through the nfl and the chatter continues to connect the cardinals As a potential landing spot for the former New Orleans Saints coach. So, this all kind of came to a head when uh, there was a report from CBS Sports Insider Josina Anderson on Monday. This report said that the Cardinals were a consideration from Peyton. It was, there's no like mystery about it. That was the statement. Um, So again, Anderson tweeted, obviously Sean Payton is a top dog. My understanding right now is Payton has a high affinity for the Chargers and Cowboys with the Cardinals being a consideration too if jobs become available. (laughs) If jobs become available. I mean... We know it, what that means. Um, so uh, AZ Central goes on to quote Sports Illustrated, speculating that the Cardinals would be in the right situation for Peyton should Arizona fire Cliff Kingsbury. And our very own friend of the pod, Donnie Druin, was quoted saying As far as the right situation goes in luring Peyton in, the Cardinals are a desirable location. They have talent at each position group, a franchise quarterback signed to an extension for the future, and what is likely to be a top five pick in the upcoming NFL draft. From there, two questions remain. Would Bidwell, or whoever the GM is, want to give up capital? To bring Peyton on? And would Peyton consider coming to Arizona? So, what I hear a lot of is the question of whether or not a team is going to need to give up capital in order to bring sean payton on and what i'm hearing is is there are teams that he genuinely wants to work for so so a lot of people are saying we may be surprised that there may need to be no capital given up for sean payton to come on board i guess time will tell we will see but it comes to sound more and more that arizona is definitely in the running as one of his favorite landing spots, which calls into question Cliff Kingsbury's future. And that's the perfect segue for our last little headline of today. And it involves Cliff Kingsbury and an article from Fans cited, the top three reasons the Arizona Cardinals will hold on to Cliff Kingsbury. Hold on to your hats because there are some very good points in this article. It is a fan-cited article at RaisingZona.com. Reasons Arizona Cardinals' Cliff Kingsbury. Number one, injuries. Injuries have hit the Cardinals pretty hard this year. However, I will say this article says harder than almost any team this season. Um, I would I would argue against that. There are a lot of teams that have had some major injuries this season. The Cardinals happen to have had a deep enough bench to overcome a lot of those injuries. Um, key players yeah Zach Ertz for sure Rondale Moore has been pretty much her all season long and then of course within the last few weeks we have lost our franchise quarterback um but there are teams who have been far worse I would say in the injury department if you take a look at the 49ers who wow did they ever bounce back from tons of injuries um The Ravens, for instance, another team just plagued with injuries. It has been a very injury-prone season across the NFL for sure. Uh, Have the Cardinals been hit harder? I don't know. But that could be one reason, apparently, according to this article, that uh, Cliff Kingsbury stays because – All of the key, just about every key contributor this article says was hurt or suspended in the case of Hopkins, and that could derail a team. And if a team's already derailed, do you want to shake it up even further by upsetting and changing the coaching position? I don't know that... um, that's a good enough reason to keep cliff kingsbury if a team in my mind is already upset already on the rocks already going through some things to me it seems like the perfect time to go ahead and shake things up any even more because now you have the off season to come together regroup i don't see that as a reason that he would stay the second reason in this article listed that the cardinals may retain cliff king'sbury would be that the players respect him uh do they do they do they i mean what we see in hard knocks is definitely um a team that does embrace their coach does he really motivate them though i feel like they're left to their own devices when it comes to motivation. We see a lot of motivation coming from J.J. Watt. We see a lot of motivation coming from Colt McCoy, from Buddha Baker. Those, those players, those uh, veteran players are really stepping up and, and wearing the coach's hat in those situations, even coming in between. Players and coaches, and and keeping the peace there on the sideline. Um, I uh, I don't see this. It's saying that he can motivate players to give it their all, even when there's nothing to play for. I wish that I have had seen that. But I've mentioned before on other episodes that my friends and I and family we've come up with this drinking game. That every time Cliff Kingsbury motivates by saying "Go," you drink man, is it a tipsy evening. That's really his biggest motivational speech that I've seen even on um, the Hard Knocks in season episodes. It's just a go, 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 go. You've got this. Go out there. Go out there and get it. That's not motivating to me. I've seen far more motivating speeches from players. So if we're using his motivation as uh, team motivator as a reason to keep him. I, again, I disagree. I'm so sorry, fan-sided, um, but I'm out on that one too. <laughs> um, number three, Cliff Kingsbury has shown flashes of brilliance. Can that not be said about Anyone, literally anyone, and I am honestly not trying to come down on Cliff Kingsbury and judge him. I have never been an NFL coach, nor will I ever be. But these are very flimsy reasons to keep someone into place. Everyone has flashes of brilliance now and then. There is a play that will go off, and and you're just amazed. It doesn't matter which team it is, honestly. It could be from, you know, watching peewee leagues all the way up to the NFL. There are brilliant plays happening every day. Um, and Cliff Kingsbury is one of the youngest NFL head coaches. He's 43. Um, I just feel like I don't know. Is a flash of brilliance, is that like a reason to keep somebody like, wow, you had a really great play back there in week three. That was awesome. So brilliant. Am I being too hard on him? Let me know at Kelly and Phoenix on Twitter or let the pod know at SickPodKelly. Am I being too hard on Cliff Kingsbury or are these reasons just really flimsy? We wouldn't keep him just to steady the ship. The ship's been rocked. It's done been tipped over. Number two, the Cardinals players respect him. He's a great motivator. I um, gave you plenty of examples of motivation and that was not it. And three, flashes of brilliance. Great. We need more than flashes of brilliance to win a title. I don't know maybe I'm being too rough. What do you think? I am i mean, ugh. sometimes I am a little hard on people, but I think in this case, I am right. Those are not reasons to keep him on as head coach, especially if we have an opportunity to get a coach like Sean Payton on our payroll. That's all I got for you today. I really hope that you enjoyed the last 20 minutes of love and headlines and spilling of tea. I will see you again next week for a very similar episode. It will be the last uh, the last week of regular season and we'll be um, talking about different things. But um, I hope you did well out there if you're playing fantasy football. I hope that you enjoy the rest of the season, and I hope you enjoy the game of football throughout the playoffs and throughout the Super Bowl. I will be here for all of it, including off-season content. So stick around. We're not going anywhere. I will catch you later. Bye. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.